All right, hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Flawed Logic Podcast. I believe this is episode seven of the Flawed Logic Podcast. I could be wrong. My name is Joey Boats, a.k.a. Joey Bags, a.k.a. the Buzzsaw, a.k.a. the Gas Pump, a.k.a. the Human Backdoor Cover. Joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Walsh. Say what up to the people. People, episode seven. I figured we would have been fired by now. I know. I, well, I mean, we, I, I don't think we're technically not getting paid, so we can't be fired. <laughs> we, yeah, sure. I guess we could have fired ourselves, but that, that wouldn't be a good decision. We kind of did fire ourselves. The, the comment on that. The last episode we had, listen, if I'm not objective, I'm nothing. All right. Last episode we had stunk. I didn't even publicize Awful. it. It was terrible. All right. And just to be a little bit transparent about it, um, we tried to drag out stuff and we tried to condense it at the end. This week, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening right now, this is going to be our best podcast we've ever had. I'm putting it in stone. We're going to be short, quick, fast, witty. We're in. Yeah. So we got uh, a couple of copies. By the way, we're sponsored um, and uh, produced, as always, by Branded Sports, thebrandedsports.com. They're fantastic. They put up with us. So, I mean, that's a good enough reason to visit the site already. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Absolutely. So we got uh, a couple things today. We're going to keep it quick. Like we said, we got a couple news stories, uh, about three or four news stories. Then we have one MFK. We have a argument that Walsh hasn't heard yet. I'm interested to hear his uh, reply. I'm and then excited. also today we have our draft. We're going to be drafting about a draft. So our draft today is going to be on fantasy football things. This can be anything. Uh, as it relates to fantasy football, it can be guys at your fantasy football draft. It can be just like arguments that you have at a fantasy football draft. It can be anything. We're wide open. Uh, we're, we're talking about American football as opposed to um, uh, overseas uh, football. Uh, football norte americano. Ah, si, 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 si. That's Spanish. I took Spanish twice. I estudied dos años en mi escuela. All right, so we'll move. All right, listen. So here's our first uh, topic. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to move quickly. I mean, pretty broad topic here. Football's fucking back. And I will say this, like my substitution for Viagra, not that I need Viagra ladies, but like my substitution for Viagra, if I was like a 40, 50, 60 year old man right now is the fact the NFL's uh, Instagram account, we haven't had uh, preseason games. So every once in a while, the uh, NFL Instagram account will post like somebody's Jersey number with like seven days left eight days left, nine days left. And every time I see that, it's just immediately torqued in my fucking base. We're seven <laughs> days out for football right now. We're back, baby. I fucking love it. See, I'm the complete opposite because I'm not really a big social media guy, not really on social media, that it kind of snuck up on me. I, I got the text yesterday that we're having our, our fantasy football draft in a couple of days. So I was like, I started scrambling. I was like, shit, I got to start doing some pre-draft analysis, but I'm fucking pumped. Wait, so you haven't had your uh, draft yet? No, no, no. I believe it's on the 7th. Yeah, okay. I think the 7th. See, I got one, dude. I set aside $500 every single year. I got $500. I'll get in like two or three leagues. I did one of my drafts last Wednesday. I got another draft tomorrow. And then I need I need a pick'em league. And I feel like with COVID, by the way, uh, we'll get into this uh, a little bit later, but like, have you noticed, have you been offered like every football season I get offered like 50 offers fantasy leagues or like pick them leagues. This year has been a little bit different because of COVID. These kids are pussies, right? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a weird season. Like so I'm a big fantasy baseball guy too. So last, like, you know, the beginning of fantasy baseball, I'm typically like in three leagues and I only entered in one um, just because the other invita invitations weren't there. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think people really trust that the full season's going to be played. So, you know, they just don't really want to bother setting it up. But you just Venmo it back. Yeah, that's it's true. That's true. I mean, I'm not a commissioner. It's just That's never been my style. I'm a yeah, player. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I'm a player. Yeah, that's it. But, yeah, football's back. Last night, actually, we were recording this on uh, Thursday. So we were officially seven days out. I don't know when this is going to be released. Maybe tonight. Uh, maybe tomorrow, but Leonard Fournette to the Buccaneers. Leonard Fournette from the Jags to the Buccaneers. I guess they released him where they waived him a couple days ago. He landed with the Bucs. What do you think? I think it's an absolutely great signing by uh, by Tampa Bay. I mean, how can you not like that? Get, guys, get that man by the goal line. Just let him pound it in. Just let, you know, just keep keep feeding him and then let Brady do his dunk and dive until he's got to air it out to either Goodwin or uh, Evans. Hit Gronk over the middle. I mean, that offense is going to be fucking electric. I had a couple things on this. We'll, we'll talk about the Fournette real quick, but like Fournette, listen, he hasn't been incredible. And I've had him in fantasy a couple of years. I mean, the guy's not like, he's not, remember him at LSU when he came out and he was supposed to be like the next big running back. 
Oh, he was an absolute stud. I mean, he was even coming out of high school. I think he was the top prospect, and then he was an absolute man at LSU. Now, I will say though, in Jacksonville, you know, he's been okay. But you know, look who their quarterbacks have been. You had Blake Bortles, uh, Minshew. You had um, Foles for about half a quarter before he snapped his collarbone. So you get a lot of these guys stacking the box against them. So it's going to be interesting to see what, how he can play with other playmakers. I will say, though, like Jacksonville is one of those like strangely competent organizations like they like it's Jacksonville. It's anything that exists in Florida is fucked up. But like for some reason, Jacksonville's always kind of been like they've never been like good, good. But they're always like, like, like I said, like strangely competent. Yeah, you know what they'll do? They'll always toss a really good defense at you. Like yeah. def- it's almost like a, they're almost like a poor man's Ravens or poor man's Steelers. But, um, you know, their offense is never, like, dominant, but they always toss a hell of a defense at you. I think that might be the best way to put it, like a poor man's Ravens. That's really what they are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A little more – a little less um, – uh, who's a popular rapper out of Baltimore? Uh, I wouldn't be able to <laughs> – nah, right. a, a little less popular. Lil, Lil something. Lil yeah. something is – that's probably, less... that's probably, like, a name. Like, Lil something is probably an actual rapper now. Yeah, Jacksonville is a little less, a little something like Baltimore, a little more Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm, 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 I'm uh, on board for that. But uh, the thing with Leonard Fournette, like, listen, here's the thing that he has proved: he can carry the load. The guy gets like fucking thirty carries a game, and like, okay, you can look at the fact that his production numbers haven't been great. But guess what? How many backs in the league, at least nowadays? can shoulder fucking 20 to 30 carries a game and like not be like completely injury. I mean, the guys say what you want. I mean, the guy's kind of a truck. I mean, he's there at least availability is the best ability. Yeah, absolutely. The thing I'd be interested to see is how, how his hands are because you know how Tommy loves, he loves thinking and diving all over the place. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he's going to need hands in uh, Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, but you know how he likes, you know, tossing out to his, uh, to his uh, running back out on the flat and stuff all the time. No, absolutely. But I think with Tampa Bay, dude, they like they have so many weapons. I I said this last night. Like last night was the uh, was the nail in the coffin when they got Fournette. Where it's like, okay, Tampa Bay's all in. I think this is honestly like because before I was like, okay, Brady, if he doesn't produce, like he's old or whatever. I think at this point, you have there's no excuse. You have three tight ends that legitimately would have been tight end ones in that 07 Pats offense. Like, mm. you had three guys that can catch the ball. And by the way, I'm going to say this right now, people are sleeping on Gronk. Because everybody I've talked to are like, okay, if Gronk could be 80% of what he was. Listen, Gronk was playing as if he had like a fucking piano on his back two years ago. Okay, when has that guy been on the field healthy and not produced? I'll answer that. Never. So it's like, I don't want to just, just cast him aside. Like he's just going to be like, a, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's just going to contribute. That guy could return to a top th- uh, three uh, tight end this year. And if yeah. anybody has an argument otherwise, I'd love to hear it. No, yeah. I, I think the thing that's going to help him out the most too is he's not going to be the number one option. Like he was out in New England for the, for the longest time. I mean, excluding uh, the Randy Moss days, but now you got two guys, uh, Evans and Goodwin, that could just run deep routes. You got Gronk over the middle. They're going to be nasty. But um, I am excited though for, you know, obviously we got NFL coming back in 10 days, but we have probably my favorite week, week zero of college football starting tonight. Um, I believe UAB versus um, uh, University of San Antonio. I could be wrong on that. Powerhouses. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I already locked in my pick. I, I, took, I took UAB minus nine and a half in the first half. So for anybody listening to this right now, pick's locked in. Oh, it's locked in. It's Powerhouse locked in. college football game tonight. Walsh's pick is locked in. So if you listen to this podcast, put it in right now. Put it in. UAB minus nine and a half first half. They start off hot all the time. And uh, the other team whose name I can't remember right now <laughs> does not. They fucking start off real slow. But, um, yeah, absolutely love it. Plus, I'm playing with house money. I hit a couple parlays in MLB yesterday. Okay, so Walsh's take is the uh, – his pick is going to be the team that he remembers that's playing yep. tonight. And uh, so for those of you uh, looking to bet money – that's where you're going. UAB minus nine and a half first half. All right. And, so, re- and realistically, 
there's a good chance this podcast isn't coming out before the game's being played. <laughs> Absolutely not. Listen, we got COVID restrictions. So, yeah. so it's like every once in a while, we got to send this to somebody else. They're going to put it out whenever they want to put it out. It's not our fault, but here's the deal. Second uh, news topic of the day, fucking COVID. Now, nothing's really changed about COVID, but here's the deal. The New York Post has come out. There's a bunch of liberal. And by the way, this COVID thing has turned into a political issue. It's not a political issue. Okay. But, Things are the way they are. Okay, there, there, there are liberal news outlets that are like you know, uh, been a proponent, not just a proponent a, of COVID. Just, but sorry, like, not to correct you. New York Post is not liberal. New York Times is liberal. No, New York Post is pretty liberal. New York Post is nah, I don't know. I, really? uh, whatever. Continue, continue. Do, I, did, do I disagree they, with that. Do you consider them to be uh, I mean, no news outlet is objective, but you do you consider them to be a uh, objective news source? No, no, they're more like uh, a gossip column. I feel like, but um. Oh, am I thinking, okay. I'm thinking New York Times. You're thinking New York Times. Okay, all right, all right, all right. They're huge libs in the New York Times. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, so I guess a lot of news outlets, it's not just the New York Post or the New York Times or whatever I was referring to, are talking about these COVID cases being greatly exaggerated, like the death totals and stuff. I got to say something about this COVID. Listen, you don't want to be on the wrong side of this. I've been saying that from the get-go. You don't want to be the wrong side of this. It isn't a political situation. A lot of people have been telling me, listen, I wear a mask. I'm never going to complain about wearing a mask. Here's the deal, though. Um, I don't want to reveal my occupation or anything, but I work in a place. There's like 750 people. One person got it pretty badly. Nobody wears masks for political reasons, which makes no sense to me. But nobody else has gotten it. And if you looked at me and you said, listen, there are uh, 750 people. One person got it bad. You know, I'd be like, okay, I'm fine with that. That's life. That's life. People mm. are going to get shit. People are going to die. I've had fucking um, five or six news stories come out about, like, even just my hometown, like, directly affected me, like, the, uh, like uh, businesses or places, um, you know, that existed in my hometown for, like, 40 or 50 years that are closing down because of this fucking COVID thing. Is, I mean, this is ridiculous, dude. You have See, this, to open up the country. This is where I completely, fucking, I completely disagree with what you were saying, though. It it's absolutely a political play. It absolutely is a political play. No, and no, it is. No, I'm saying it's political. I think it shouldn't be political. Is what oh, I'm trying yeah. to say. No, absolutely. I mean, what the study came out. The study came out said 95, 94% of COVID deaths had co, co comorbidities. I don't know how to fucking pronounce the word. Uh, contributing contributing factors. Yeah, exactly. By so the basically, way, basically, before, if, these, if these if these people got the flu or something, they were going to die anyway. So that means six percent of the people who caught COVID of the deaths really got it so like what there's like 180,000 deaths quote unquote so yeah. realistically so what is that like 4,500 I mean that's not I don't know what the math is but it's like 4,500 people really should have died from COVID which is just dude, and now this there was also another study that there's 10 times the amount of people will die from the economic shutdown than from COVID itself yeah, not being able, I mean, I don't think they die, but like no. not being able to support themselves, being put out on the streets, dude, like it's insane. Through depression, suicide, you know, not being able to pay for medications. Yeah, no, they say 10 times the amount of people die. And it's absolutely a political play. Dude, it's fucking pick your poison. And here's the deal. Like, I'd rather our country economically succeed than for like 0.01% of the population to die from this fucking thing. I'm sorry to the people that are, have existing symptoms or people. First of all, I'm just going to say it. People that are very overweight that are like worried about this. Like, guy, like, exactly. this now, is like, listen, here's the deal. Yeah, like, yeah, don't, yeah, like, come on. Okay, this isn't like, I, I understand. I And I, I do feel, listen, it's not fair, but guess what? Life's not fair. Okay, you have the rest of the country that's closing down and people are losing businesses that they fucking clawed tooth and nail for. And because you couldn't stop eating cupcakes, we got to fucking start like shutting places down. Like, give yeah. me a break, dude. We need it. We need to draw a line. And a large majority of the people that did die from COVID were all nursing homes. They're all 80 plus. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So it's so sketchy. dude. I'm sick and tired of all these fucking people running our country and, and just shoving shit in face. I will say, though, I will, you know. Again, I, I don't. I think it's a completely political play. I think this is just like Ebola and all the other stupid shit that has come out in the past. Um, but I, I think we said though, like, don't be a dickhead. Wear the fucking mask. Like, yeah, you know wear I mean? a mask. Yeah, just yeah, like, just, do, just just do the dance, dude. Just fucking do the dance. Just to confirm that we're not like a complete like we're not like a, we're not a political podcast. We're not going to be complete. Listen, like devastation hit like Italy and places like Spain. Like we're not disregarding. We're not saying that this thing is a hoax. 
Okay, what we're saying is that, like, this should be. (laughs) (laughs) What we're saying is, like, there are certain things that, like, you need to. It's like, I consider this COVID, like, it's almost like um, washing your hands in the bathroom. How many times have you, like, you've taken a piss or whatever and you just go to walk out of the bathroom? And it's like, you're not going to wash your hands. But then somebody's walking in as you're walking out and you're like. Oh, fuck. And you just go to the, you're like the, uh, whatever, like, you know, turn it on, like stop washing your hands just because somebody else is in there. That's kind of like the mask mandate right now. Yeah, no, that's actually a great analogy. But although I, I am a big, uh, my dick is cleaner than my hands guy. No, I mean, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like the same thing with uh, toilets. Uh, listen. No, but that, I, that is. I that always is, wipe down a toilet seat, but it's the same type of thing with people like, you know how many germs are on a toilet? It's like, dude, it's somebody's like, yeah. ass, like, it's in. Like, Where do no, you want no. me to shit in my pants? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking insane. All right, so we'll move. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go back. I got something to say about this fucking COVID thing. Dude, we live in a very blessed country where, like, the media isn't. The media plays a very integral role in the way that we operate. But here's the deal, though. Like, if you lived in Syria, or like, like Damascus, or you lived in, like, some, like, country that was, like, war-torn or something, you need the media. The media exists to help the people. Now we've gotten to a place, we're so safe as a country, where, like, the media doesn't really matter as much as it should matter. Like, we can have uh, situations where, like, Trump, is a, I, think, I think they're all rapists. And it, it, you know what he meant. You know what he meant. But it's a story. Why? Because we're safe enough for it to be a story. Well, yeah, we're safe enough, and they're also all the media is owned by these large corporations that want to push their own agenda out. Yeah, but now we're sitting in a situation where, guess what, dude? Now we need you. Now we need objective reporting, okay, more than ever. We need somebody that's going to come out and tell us exactly what it is without, like, a political leaning towards it, okay? And the media hasn't been able to do it. I've seen articles like you said, and I've seen articles in the opposite direction of what you said. It's like, dude, we need objective reporting. We need to know what the fuck is going on right now, all right? Because people are dying. And businesses are fucking dying. So it's like, you need to pick a side. Be objective. Help us out here. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think, unfortunately, there's just too much money involved. And that, that's just the, that's the story of America. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's a story of modern-day America. Modern-day America. All right. Well, listen, we'll talk about modern-day America. We talked a little <laughs> bit about that. We're going to talk about uh, 80s. And we're going to talk a little antiquity. Okay, it's the 35th anniversary. What a segue by me. 35th anniversary of one of my favorite movies of all time, Rocky IV. All right, so Rocky IV is the 35th uh, anniversary. Rocky IV is getting a new director's cut by me. When I say me, I mean Sylvester Stallone. He announced it on Twitter. Stallone wrote on his Instagram post, so far it looks great. Soulful. He wrote soulful. Thank you to MGM uh, for this opportunity to entertain. Now, a couple people have come up to Stallone, I guess, on Twitter and have asked him a couple questions. Some, uh, one inquisitive fan in particular asked for more details about the post, and he said, wow, cool, does it expand on the relationship between Polly and his robot? You know, speaking to the new director's <laughs> cut. Uh, yeah, and Stallone made his thoughts on the robot very clear. He said, the robot, this is, quote, the robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot. So my question to you, as two big, uh, two big Rocky Four fans, you gotta keep the robot in there, dude. That's I what mean, makes Rocky Four Rocky Four. Dude, have a fucking heart, Stallone. You gotta have the fucking robot in there. You out of your mind? What, what's your Rocky rankings? Um, so, I mean, I would probably say I don't think I've. I think I've only seen two. Again, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Wait, a what? Guy. No, no, I've only seen like two separate Rockies. That's what I've I'm saying. Rocky, That's crazy. Seen Rocky Four, and then what's the one where Apollo Creed dies? Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you've seen one Rocky. That's apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You've never seen the original Rocky? I don't know. Dude. I don't think so. So you've seen which, Rocky which Four one the- and oh, Rocky uh, Four. Uh, uh, it's he yells Adrian at the end, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's Rocky. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, yeah. So you've seen uh, you've seen one Rocky. You saw Rocky four, and then you saw Rocky four. Yeah, I and I thought Apollo Creed died in Rocky two, but that I is, never saw that Rocky two. Fucking bananas! Well, Rocky three would have been, but yeah, Rocky three was the one with Mr. T. Oh, Clubber Lang. That's what uh, the one where his trainer dies, Mickey. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna crap no. thunder. I've definitely seen Rocky one. 
So yeah, yeah, I so, mean Rocky so, One's a so, fucking classic, dude. So my list would be Rocky Four and then Rocky One. <laughs> would be Rocky Four and then Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah. Depending then, on yeah. depending on which watch you had. Like the first time you watched it, the second time you watched it. And then and then my third would be the clips that I saw of Rocky One on YouTube. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'll, I'll put it this way. I've seen all the Rockies. Rocky Five is a joke. There's a good story about some guy who, like, bought, like, the uh, Rocky disc set. He bought, like, the five-movie disc set, yeah. and he bought it, right? comes with five DVDs, and he just puts Rocky Five on the counter and walks out with the rest of them. It's, like, pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> listen, Rocky One, Rocky One, hands down, the best movie. Like, hands down. Can't argue it. Rocky Four might be my favorite, and it's because it epitomized the 80s. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And you know what? I was just thinking, we need a new Rocky Four to come out now, except for it's not the Russians, it's the Chinese. Dude, no. Dude, we got the new Rocky. Have you ever seen Creed 2? Well, obviously not. No, no. Why? Is he fighting a Chinese guy? Dude, no. Creed 2. So Creed 2, you know Creed, right? Yeah. It's, uh, basically, Creed was like uh, Rocky. It's trains, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's yeah, Apollo son. Creed. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, it's, oh, a, okay. it's his son. So in the Rocky 2, which, I mean, Creed 2, which I actually thought wasn't bad. It didn't get great reviews or whatever. Um, he trains Apollo Creed's son to avenge his father, so Apollo Creed, against um, fucking Yvonne Drago, who's in the movie, by the way, the same actor, Dolph Lundgren, uh, coaches his son. Love so Dolph. Apollo Creed's son fights Dolph Lundgren's son. Dolph Lundgren's son, in the movie at least, fucking, he's torqued. I mean, the guy's gigantic, but Apollo Creed beats him. I thought it was pretty good. No, but I think you're missing my point. It's Instead of doing it against the Russians, we got to do it against the, a Chinese guy. Yeah, but, like, this is going to sound pretty racist, but, like, you're not going to find a lot of Chinese heavyweights, dude. No, you ever see uh, that seven-foot guy that fought Bob Sapp? No, well, that's the thing but with the Chinese. Like, when they have athletes, it's like they're either very, like, very good at, like, 5'1", five, 5'3", five, or they're, like, nine feet tall, like Yao Ming or something. Yeah, also, that guy could have been South Korean. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, you're talking about uh, K1. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Bob Sapp had a rough career. Oh, yeah. He seems like a real depressed man. But uh, I actually, yeah, no, actually, it's just not because this director's cut came in up. I actually just joined a boxing gym. I'm actually real pumped up about it. So what yeah. are you doing with this boxing gym? Uh, no, it's just I go there. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's a semi-private boxing gym. I go there. They give me a passcode. I can go 24-7. They have, like, classes that you can know, go in, and they teach you how to box. But I've been sitting in my room like a madman just trying to teach myself how to wrap my hands for, like, the past three days. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So are you doing it for, like, um, I know a lot of – like, there's a difference. There are people that are, like, going to box to, like – all right, I want to learn how to fight. And then there's other people that are just like, I want to stay in shape. I want to go down. Like, what, what, what's your plan with this? No, I, I'm going to I'm gonna come back at 28 as a, I'm going to become a professional boxer. And I'm going <laughs> to fight a Chinese guy. And it's going to be the new Rocky Four. Okay, I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Walsh Four. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't even have the first three. It's just Walsh Four. <laughs> it's number four, baby. Yeah, it's just, it's just Ryan Four. Yeah. Well, yeah, Walsh Ford, 2020. But back Bring to my back. initial thing. Bring back 1776. Back, back to my initial thing with this Rocky thing. About, like, the, the reason Rocky Four is, I would say, like, like I said, not as good as Rocky One. my favorite Rocky, is because it was it epitomized the 80s. Uh, the 80s was, everything that Rocky Four was encapsulated the 80s, you need to have the robot. Because if you don't have the robot, that's part of, like, the lure. That's part of, like, uh, what made Rocky Four Rocky Four. Was, it was just fucking ridiculous. You can't get rid of the fucking robot. <laughs> How the fuck is it 2020 we still don't have robots walking around? Like, I mean, I guess we don't want no. them like that. But can we get a dumb version of a robot that's, like, not smarter than me? That just, like, serve me beers? Dude, my aunt at a uh, Christmas party once, like, for a Christmas gift, she gave me a 2004, uh, it was an almanac, but it was a kid's almanac, and in that almanac, uh, there's a part, like, about the future or whatever, and it said in 2012, we're going to have hover cars, and I, I can bring up the page, I'll take a picture, I'll send it to you, but, like, it was literally this whole thing about, like, yeah, like, the industry is evolving so much, we'll have hover cars by 2012, we're eight years after that. And technology is no. exponentially advancing or whatever. Like, you tell like, we don't have fucking, are you kidding me? No, you kidding me? My Honda Accord barely has power steering. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Honda Accords. All right. So we'll move on. Uh, we'll get to another. Um, do we even want to do the, the whole Bella Thorne situation? We talked about OnlyFans last week. I mean, do you want to get into it? Uh, I mean, I mean, just real quick. I mean, 
I don't understand how. I mean, first of all, good for her making two million. In well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll explain it real quick. We're right. get into it. So Bella Thorne basically made two million dollars in two days posting to OnlyFans. For those of you who aren't familiar with OnlyFans, we did talk about it last week. But OnlyFans is a situation where, like, Instagram models, if they want to get nude, they can uh, start an OnlyFans account. People pay to join, and they just send nude pics. Bella Thorne, who I guess was like a fucking Disney. Um, uh, actress or something i didn't know that i thought she was a porn star when you initially mentioned it to, uh uh last week no yeah she just i don't i have no idea who she is but she just popped up she pops up on my like, snapchat feeds like news stories all the yeah. time so she yeah one day she was just there i don't know how she became famous yeah so she started this only fans account made two million dollars in two day uh in two days like started scanning people i guess and when i say scanning people she made an only fans and hasn't posted nudes yet listen if you're paying money you should, I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying she should have to put out nudes, but if you make an OnlyFans, like, that's, it's like what, I've met a girl once that was like, I'm on Tinder, but like, I'm just looking for like friendship or something. Shut the fuck up. If you're on fucking OnlyFans, like, put out nudes. Like, that, 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 that's the whole purpose of it. Ah, see, I'll, I'll put the opposite spectrum. I, I think you're an idiot if you bought into this expecting her to put out nudes. No, I agree with that. But, like, if you do make an OnlyFans, like, put out nudes, dude. What the hell are we doing here? Oh, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, though, then watch. But this is what happens with OnlyFans. At least this is what I've heard. I, I don't, I've never signed up for an OnlyFans. My guess is that, like, initially people, they get, like, a bunch of money. And then all of a sudden they don't put out nudes. So they lose a bunch of money. And so, but they want to get make some more money. So they will eventually put out a nudie. Are you going to fall down that trap, though? Now, she's too rich to do that, but I'm talking about average shows. Absolutely. And and here's another thing. I'm going to kind of divert from this. Dude, I remember back in the days with, like, the Google image search. Like, that was your only access to point. I remember – actually, I remember way back in the days where, like, your buddy would find, like, a Playboy in, like, the dumpster behind, like, a 7-Eleven, and that was, like, your boy, that was, like, a gold mine. I was, like, dude, guess what I found? It's, like, holy shit. Like, but I remember back in the uh, Google image search, and it still exists today, this infatuation with seeing, like, um, certain celebrities nude is, like, crazy to me. Because it's, like, dude, porn stars exist. It's, like, those are the pros. They're yeah. great at what they do. It's, like, why not stick to that? It's, like, I, I don't care. Like, I remember Emma Watson was hot. And if you look up Emma Watson, like nude on like fucking, uh, not that I've done it, <laughs> but like, if you look it up, it's all like Photoshopped images of Emma Watson on like, different. it's like, what I, I've just never understood this infatuation with people trying to see like, certain, why? Cause you're sorry. in some like, like show or whatever. Then you want to see her nude. It's like, no, I want to see people that are pros at what they do. Nude. I don't want to see fucking, uh, Emma, <laughs> Emma Watson COVID. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. I think those people, I think that's for like 13 year olds and like weirdos that like yeah. see that shit. It's people that watch the show when they were younger and it's like, oh, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check this out. It's like, dude, like, I don't know. The whole portion of the internet for that, it's called Pornhub. Yeah. It exists. Go to it. All right, we're moving on. Yeah. Speaking of non, uh, things non sex related, we're going to do a marry, fuck, kill. Have Ooh. you. Have you heard about uh, I didn't actually didn't tell you about this. No, I'm excited. We're to doing hear. a marry. I announced it at the start of the podcast. The first time you're hearing about it, marry fuck kill. It was proposed to me in a group chat a couple days ago. Um, it's like relatively relevant, I guess. But marry fuck kill. Uh, I guess these are disgraced child stars that still, you know, are still, you know, uh, pumping around. Okay, I, I like I like where this is going already. I know, right? So marry fuck kill. Miley Cyrus, Lindsay Lohan. Britney Spears. Now, Miley Cyrus recently went on Joe Rogan's podcast. She has the sexiest voice of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, no. not, I'm not saying singing-wise. I'm just saying, like, talking-wise. Yeah, no. So, I, did, I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely got to watch, check it out. Um, all right. So, Mary Fuck Hill. So, it's Miley Cyrus, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears. All right. Um, so, I'm going to – I'm going to fuck Britney just to add nostalgia. Okay. You know, because, you know, she's, you know, schoolgirl outfit, everything like that. Yeah, she's the goat growing up. And I, I'm going to marry Miley, and I'm going to kill uh, Lohan. You got to marry Miley because she definitely has boatloads of money right now. Yeah, they all they all have money, dude. 
Yeah, well, who do you think has more money though, Miley? Oh, or, Miley uh, has more money, absolutely, dude. But like, yeah. I, I think they, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose money as your go-to reasoning. Well, well, here's the thing. Oh, I think absolutely because was Spears' dad owns like all for a contract, all for contracts. He runs. I think same thing with Lohan too. They both own like every single dollar that they ever make. I think Miley's gone off and made her own money. I think, by the way, fucked up dads is like the most common denominator <laughs> in all of those. Like, I was about to say, you could do, yeah, you could do a rankings of fucked up dads out of the three of that. That could be our rankings for next week. Oh, by the way, we yeah. never talked about our movie uh, review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, which one was I supposed to review? Uh, who cares? All right, so we'll move it <laughs> on. So, uh, yeah, so you were saying you were saying you'd fuck uh, Brittany. Fuck Brittany, I'd marry Miley and I would kill Lohan. See, now. Here's the thing. Um, I would, after listening to that Rogan podcast, dude, I'm a bit of like, I, I, the girls I tend to um, gravitate towards are a little bit fucking psychos, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd marry Cyrus as well. Yeah. Well, she's, dude, she's definitely, she seems like such a freak, too. Like, I, I love it. But not even, but that would be your fuck, though. No, 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 because you want to get that long term. Okay. <laughs> well, that ruins the. <laughs> All right, so you just have different ambitions towards this whole thing. The whole point is like <laughs> I'm a complicated like, man. Like your right? reasoning, your reasoning should have been the F. What do your you reasoning for taking Cyrus should have been the F. Like, oh, like uh yeah, she's a freak. Like that that's the F. You what you want is somebody to settle down. I no, think- no, 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 Because you want a long term. You want to you want a freaky sex with her for a long period of time. Where Spears, you just want to get you want to, you know, have a quick one night stand. So you can tell people. Yeah, exactly. That actually might not be a bad. Listen, what I was saying about Britney Spears, dude, kids are, what's weird about Britney Spears was like, she's one of those few celebrities, how big she was. Britney Spears was like the biggest thing on the planet. Hottest name in the game. But there are people that are like, I would say six to seven years younger than us that like kind of don't know who she is, which is weird. Because when they were growing up, she became an absolute train wreck. I know, but same with like Michael Jackson. People know who Michael Jackson is. I'm not yeah, saying Britney Spears well, is Michael Jackson, but yeah. she was like, dude, she was the biggest thing on the planet for like t- fucking three years. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take a 2005 Jessica Simpson out of over all of them. Dude, another thing I always I always bring up the the parallel between her and Tiger Woods. Kids nowadays, kids who were born like six seven years ago, they know who Tiger Woods was. He fell off at he fell off at the same time that she did. Yeah, they don't know Tiger Tiger. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. No, but they like the thing with Britney. What, what's your top uh, top three Britney Spears songs? Um, oh man, you really fucking put me on the spot. Uh, Oops, I did it again. Hit me, baby, one more time, and uh, Toxic, because those are the three I can remember right now. <laughs> toxic to me, Toxic came out in like '05. It was the same time that Tiger won that Masters with that lip out where he like chipped it off. Um, oh yeah, and he had the perfect Nike symbol going into the yeah. Top. Yeah. But before that, he hadn't won in like four years. Like that was Britney Spears toxic because Britney Spears didn't do anything for like four years. You were kind of like, "Where is this chick?" And she comes out with toxic. It's like, "Holy shit!" And then when uh, Tiger wins the Masters that year, it's like, "Holy shit!" It was the same thing. I did a whole blog on it. If you want to check it out or whatever, Tiger Woods versus Britney Spears. But they have like the same career trajectory, except for the fact that Tiger won the Masters recently, and Britney hasn't returned to prominence. But Lucky, you're missing Lucky. Lucky's a banger. I don't know if I even know Lucky. She's so lucky. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, a yeah, star, yeah. but yeah, she oh, got, yeah. Oh, you know what? Toxic got, Toxic got bumped. We're going to go old school Lucky. I wouldn't even bump Toxic. I, I'd bump Oops, She Did It Again. Oops, I Did It Again. Oh, dude. Well, Oops, She Did It Again, but Oops, yeah, I Did me, It Again is a song. The music video is just too hot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that kind of defined it. Okay, yeah, you're right. All right. So I guess if I had to call it, I would say... Um, I'd kill Lindsay Lohan. I'd marry Miley. Fuck Brittany. I think I'm in this. I'm, you I'm just in this saw, yeah, was, I just convinced you. Look at that. I know. Yeah. No, that, that, that was good on you. That was good on you. I had a completely different one going in. All right. This is why we, this is what these tests are for in the name of, uh, in, in the words of Jim Carrey during the Grinch. This is what these tests are for. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on. Um, listen, we're going to get into the uh, draft. As always, we do a draft every week. I think this may be, Probably uh, we try to do relatable things. This may be our best draft so far. So we're doing fantasy football things. Now we discussed this prior to the draft, uh, prior to the podcast. This draft is going to be anything related to fantasy football. All right, I have a lot of like fantasy football, quote unquote, guys 
that you see during fantasy football. But like, listen, anything related to fantasy football. Walsh, do you want first pick? Uh, I think I got first pick last time. I think you can go for it. All right, I'll go for it. Uh, my first pick for the fantasy football things draft, it's going to be the analyst. It's going to be mm-hmm. the guy at your draft that shows up. He's got like seven pages of notes. He's the guy who's like just desperately trying to justify a bachelor's degree in sports journalism. He's the guy who <laughs> he feels like he knows every, uh, every sort of information. And then he's also the guy, like anytime you make a pick within the first three rounds, he has to make that like notion or that, uh, or that uh, like uh, where he's like, hmm, hmm. Or he, has, he, he has to make some sort of gesture at whatever pick you make. Or he's going to ask you a question like, oh, uh, you, you, know, uh, you know you need a tight end, right? No, no, no. It's like, yeah, dude, I know I need a fucking tight end. I know what I'm doing, dude. Like, you don't need to tell me. They're like, the fact that he has an ESPN insider account, that doesn't yeah. sway me, dude. Yeah, they, they always end up, like, missing the playoffs, too. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, that's a good one. So, I mean, I, I think you missed the most obvious one of all time, though. My number one pick is the draft. The draft itself. You're taking for the fantasy football things draft. You're taking the draft at number one. Yeah, well, yeah, fantasy football. The draft is number one. It's available. It's it's the number one pick. I mean, I think okay. that's a fantastic pick. I think you missed out on. I think you're a little upset. I think you're trying to almost well, circa Mary fuck hill. You're you're trying to take my pick. But well, but, I mean, the first pick in the fantasy football things draft is the draft. I mean, it's like a yeah. little bit of an inception pick, but I, I like it. I don't it's the it. draft itself. You get all your boys together. You get a nice live draft. I have, one of my boys is actually great at Excel. So he like, sends out an Excel sheet. We put it on the big screen so you can see everybody's like picks and who are they taking. It, it's, I fucking love the draft. We, get, we get, always end up getting way too drunk. And for some reason, we always put the draft on like a, like a Tuesday. <laughs> and you're yeah. always so hungover for work the next day. And they're like, ah, oh, what'd you do? Oh, fantasy football draft. Well, yeah, where your boss just like fantasy football last night and you just yeah. like hung over, sweating over your keyboard. Like, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wait, so, what's yeah. your take on this? What'd you take on this? On, so you got, you said you did like the Excel sheet with like a projector or something, I'm assuming? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. What's your take on that versus like, we have an actual draft board. Where uh, you have to go up and like uh, put the sticker of the guy on the, on the page. So I think, so there's a lot more room for error with just having the regular, uh, you know, just walking up and putting the, uh, the sticker on the board because people aren't going to make, you can't make a mistake where like with the Excel sheet, there is sometimes like there are a lot of mistakes that happens, but um, I don't know. I, I think it's, if you do the Excel sheet, right. I would go with the Excel sheet. What, what do you use for, um, for your draft league? Do you use like a, like ESPN Yahoo? What? Uh, Yahoo. Okay. Dude, I'm in three fucking – here's my life right now. I'm in three fucking fantasy leagues with, like, three different groups of friends. One uses ESPN as well as the Facebook IM to do, like, their discussions. Mm-hmm. One uses fucking Yahoo, and they use the Snapchat IM for discussions. One uses a regular group chat, and then they use a completely separate – I think it's called Sleeper, which is the league we use. So I have fucking six apps on my phone dedicated to fantasy football – all in different – I don't even know what fucking team I have, to be honest with you, because I'm like, I have this guy in this league. I don't know if I have him in this league. What's your take on having more than, like, two fantasy teams? Uh, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Actually, it sucks. I, yeah, no, I, I cut back. Um, I cut back to just one because there's nothing worse than, like, if, you know, one guy, you have a guy in one league, but they you're playing against him in another league, I fucking hate it. But, okay. uh, yeah, so my number one pick is the draft. Okay, so we'll go on to my number two. My number two is going to be the hard knocks guy. This is the guy who reaches um, early in the draft on somebody that he saw in hard knocks as if he's the only guy with an HBO Max account. Like he just saw some like rookie tight end who's catching a couple balls with like different angles and slow motion like while like Fort Fort Minor was fucking playing over. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take this guy. As if like he's like a genius. He's like, yeah, I figured this guy out. It's like, dude, you you can make me look good. If you're taking me, uh, taking shots of me at different angles with Fort Minor playing in the background, I could look like a stud tight end. The guy who reaches on that person, that's the hard knocks guy. Oh, absolutely. It was Darren Waller last year. Who actually, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it turned out to have a great year. But, um, but yeah, no, I completely – it's it's always like 50-50 if the guy's going to have a good year or not. But that guy basically just wants to start up a conversation about hard knocks and just let you know that he watches hard knocks. Yeah. So he takes that guy. 
That's this year, own. this year it's going to be that backup, that fat running back they have for. I think it's um the Chargers. Someone's going to take him because just in case El, uh, Eckler goes out, that guy's going to step in if he can drop some pounds or whatever. Like, they're going to keep him on the roster, but like that, that's the hard knocks guy this year that someone's yeah. going to take very early and be like, well, if Eckler goes down, this is going to be my pick. And he's going to think he's the smartest guy on the fucking planet, as if we all don't have HBO Max accounts. What's your number two? All right, so my number two is actually kind of going off of what you said before, how you have like six different apps for two fantasy leagues. Is the group chat. I don't know why you guys just wouldn't use just like a, a regular text group chat. I don't know either. Yeah, so that's my number two pick is the group chat because the group chat is always hilarious, dude. There's always everyone just shitting on everybody. Um, you know, people are just fucking talking shit left and right. Uh, people asking dumb questions, people tossing out fake picks just to fucking get the, you know, get everything going. A great camaraderie with the group chat. Love it. You took my number five. Ah, okay. Just like the, just setting up the draft is like, everybody has an issue with it. I was talking to a friend of mine who had a draft and he was going through the same situation where like, nobody's available. And then his commissioner, kudos to this dude. Just fucking goes three hours. And he set the draft for three hours. They drafted. So everybody in the draft's like, what? It's like fucking three hours from now? It's like, yep, three hours from now. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And then everybody's like, what the fuck? Everybody got it done. Everybody got the draft done. It's like you can just bypass all those arguments or whatever and just get down to it. You can do it. All right, so moving on. That was your number two. My number three is going to be the guy who doesn't pay the, uh, the league fee. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Or, or the guy in and by the way, I just just I'm not picking anybody out in, in particular. I you know, I was this guy for a little bit. I, I, I can I, I can uh show empathy towards this guy, not having the money at the time. It is like what, two hundred, hundred fifty. What I would yeah. tell this guy, if you don't have the money going in, just Avoid it. Play a free fantasy football league or play something for less money because you don't want to be the guy that's like mid-February. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll get it to you or whatever. You no, don't want to be it. that guy. See, I, I see. I, I completely agree with that. talking about that guy because the, every league has that guy. Every league has that guy. Every league has that guy. But I wouldn't say just go play free fantasy, free fantasy football. Like, you, I mean, you got to play with your boys. What I would say is text the commissioner on the side. And be like, hey, listen, I can't pay this right now. Let that's me- what I used to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a better move because you can't. If you're that guy who can't afford fantasy football, there, there's only thing one thing worse than doing that is not is like leaving the league with, with all your boys because you can't pay for it. Yeah, you, dude, you gotta, just send you a text. Make a, yeah, you got to make some sort of deal with the commissioner. Just install some sort of payment plan, something that will you know allow you to be keep playing in the league without having to be known that you're that guy yeah and i've always said like i was this guy for a while like, i didn't have a well-paying like now now fuck it. it is what it is dude say what you want but like i i do empathize with that guy because it's like dude i've been that guy for several years but like i would send the text like midway being like dude i can i can get whatever it's like that's fine dude if you're not i get it but then there's a guy who's like oh i don't have venmo why don't you have fucking oh. venmo and then, and then the, the normal excuse is like, well, I don't trust Venmo. Dude, you're making 40, but uh, between 40 and 60K a year. No one's trying to hack into your fucking bank account. <laughs> you know, like no one's like looking at your bank account. Like, oh, I'm going to get this guy. It's like, give me a fucking break. Exactly. All right. So, so what's your number three? So my number three. So now is this fantasy football draft or fantasy football in general? Fantasy football, anything. All right. You know, actually, uh, my number three will be um, – It'll be for both, but, and this is what I am in my, my league is I'm like the heel. I'm the fucking bad boy of the fucking, of like the group chat of the draft. I talk so much shit. I actually have the greatest fantasy football team name of all time. It's the big sleazy, the big okay. sleazy comic Ufano. I'm a WAP genius. I just talk so much shit. I try to get the skeeviest trades in of all time. I remember two years ago, uh, Dion Lewis, uh, who's having a great year. He uh, tore his ACL. And, like, I, I, you know, I had the alert on my phone, breaking news, and so I traded him for <laughs> for oh, Keenan for Keenan Allen because the guy didn't realize the uh, <laughs> didn't realize hear the news yet. So yeah, but I mean, commissioner obviously reversed it, but yeah, it went through. I'm one of those guys where I'll just I'll sleaze you real quick. See th- that kind of bleeds into my. You know what? Uh, so my five was taken by you was the group chat. 
Um, I'm going to change to this. The guy that like tries to make way too many trades. Oh, it's okay. the guy. Everybody has that league where that guy is just trying to make, and he does it like a used car salesman. It's like, yeah. hey, this, this is a great deal for you. Yeah, so it's yeah. a great deal. It's a great deal for both of us. It works out for both. It's like in the back of your mind, you're going, did I not research this enough? Like somebody's injured in this trade. Like there's no, no exactly. way. Dude, I traded somebody in like the next week. It wasn't the fault of the person that I traded him to. But the next week, the guy got traded to fucking Jacksonville. And he just sat on the bench the rest of the season. And uh, he was like a relative contributor like the rest of the season. It, dude, and he was my starting running back. And it was one of those situations where like now I just, if I draft a team, I'm very loyal to that fucking team. Because yeah. at least if I'm loyal to it, it's the same way if you play like a roulette, right? Mm-hmm. And you go red like four straight times yeah. and it doesn't come up. I'm sticking with red. Yeah. Why? Because if it goes black, I don't want to be the guy that switched over that's chased, and be like, what the it. fuck? I'd rather lose more money not switching than to switch over and lose. You so, know? I'm always loyal to my kickers and my defense. Oh, do you have the same guy every year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was David Akers for the longest time. Yeah. Shout out David Akers. Won me a championship one year. All right, so that was your number four pick? Yeah. All right, so uh, my number four pick is going to be the punishment. So, Ooh, at the, okay. yeah, at the end of the year, everyone loves a good punishment. Now, the problem with my league is we always say we're going to do a punishment, but like no one ever confirms it before the draft. And then the yeah. guy, you know, so the guy in last place is always like, well, you know, I was confirmed this and that. I didn't agree to it. So oh, yeah, it's 100% the reason why it never gets done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this year, we made, I've been fucking making, as the bad boy of the league, I've been making sure that everybody fucking agrees to this. So whoever comes in last, we're going to, uh, <laughs> we're basically going to play butts up. Where you're gonna have to strip down to no, but uh, no boxers on or anything, and people get to throw tomatoes at you for sixty seconds. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, right, I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah, if you can confirm, that's the big thing. What you just said was like the biggest excuse why it never gets done is there's always like, well, we didn't conf-. And in his defense, they didn't confirm it. No, exactly. But if you it's- confirm it prior, yeah, you're fine. Well, let me get a little pro tip for anyone who wants to get a punishment going is if you toss out a punishment into the group chat, don't let it go haywire with everybody tossing out different punishments. Make sure you just lock in one. Just lock one in. That's a great tip. That's yeah, a great yeah. tip. Dude, we oh, had um, one in college where somebody had to buy a, uh, a Brazos account. If you came yeah. in last, you had to buy a Brazos account. And what was funny was when you buy one of these Brazos accounts, you get like a username and a password. And if there are more than like one person on the account at the time, it'll lock you out. So it was funny because, like, you'd go onto the account and then you'd see that it was being used by two other users. So you'd mm. text the group, like, guys, fucking finish up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is going on? And like, all right, no, I'll get back. And then, like, somebody – and then, like, nobody would respond to the group, but then you'd get automatically logged into the fucking account. And you'd be like, all right, well, somebody yeah. fucking – somebody figured it out, yeah. Uh, it's uh, 11.30 at Wednesday. Come on, Jim. Yeah, like, come on, buddy. Like, come on, man. Like, we're all uh, – all right, so my number five, I guess, is going to be uh, it's going to be the chick. The chick ah. every draft reaches that point. Like, we're in a situation this year, and I don't want to – actually, I'm going to call out my job. There's a girl joining our draft this year. I don't know who she's affiliated with. I haven't done enough research. I'm sure she's an incredibly nice person. But the chick, is a, that's a big move in the draft because what that means is somebody just dropped out. One of the mm-hmm. guys that have been there forever has dropped out, and now you're introducing a different sex into the fucking draft, and that's a big move. Because I feel like fantasy football is such an integral – it's such a guy thing to do. Oh, absolutely. You know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of playing, like, co-ed softball. Now, yeah. it, 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 all depends on, uh, it all depends on the chick. Like, a couple – like, you know, my friends that are chicks, they – um, they know football way better than I do. Like they're like diehard Giants fans. Like it's insane. Yeah. So like someone like that, yeah, I would love for you to join the league. But somebody that's just like, oh, I just want to like be part of the boys. It's like, nah, nah, come yeah. on, sweetie. We By take the, way, it, like, the girls that have that attitude where it's like, I just want to be part. Of, like those are the girls that aren't part of the boys. Like that's like exactly when you come in with that at when you're trying to be, dude. People can see through anything if you're trying to be that person. 
people see through it like nothing, dude. It's like, oh, all right, absolutely. yeah, I, I listen. We we get it. We we understand. We like you. Don't try to be, you know, something you're not. Yeah, that reminds me. Like, uh, I was senior year of high school. There was this one girl. She was she was going for uh, superlatives. She was going around to everybody in the senior class, going, "Vote for me for most carefree." It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! If yeah, you, yeah, no, you, you care. If, if you're carefree, you don't give a fuck if you win or not. What the yeah, fuck? That's fucking brutal. Yeah, I didn't you can't be doing that. No, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's like if you if you show like if you're somebody that's like proactive about anything. You're Especially, not yeah, then you're not careful. But not only that, but if you're proactive about being the uh, the the guy's girl, then you're not the guy's girl. No, exactly, exactly. A little pro tip to our female listeners: just let you know, <laughs> uh, all one of you. Um, all right, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> all right. So that's a good one. I like that one a lot. Uh, so for my number five, last one. Yeah, was that your last one? That was my last one. Yeah, it was. That's a hell of a one. Then, um. Sorry, so my last one is going to be, it's more of like an exhilarating feeling. I think everybody is, you know, um, has had this happen to them before, is being down like 20 points going into Monday, but you have like your stud running back. Dude, that's a great, that's a fucking great oh, one. Dude, it is. You want to spice up a Monday night and then possibly toss like a hundred bucks on your like running backs team. Oh my God. That will spice your Monday up like no other. Dude, we've talked about hangover cures and how they're all bullshit. The ultimate hangover cure is going in 16 down and you got your quarterback starting the night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is 100%. That is the best hangover cure of all time. It's like, just get me through work. What I really focused on is whether or not Jared Goff's going to throw for two touchdowns. Yeah, 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 you look up, you look up every single detail about like the defense that your quarterback's playing against. Like it matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, if, as if you're in the coaching room. Like, yeah, you're fucking... yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is my number five. That might be my favorite one out of all. I mean, that, that that is that is hands down. I think the best pick that we've had because it's I've done this so many times where it's like you're oh, going it's exhilarating. In, you go to bed Sunday night, you're like, oh, I got fucking work tomorrow. But you wake up, it's like, yeah, I got 16 yeah. points to catch up on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or even the crazier ones, like you're down 40, but you have like Russell Wilson. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, do it? you got two you guys. Yeah, you yeah. got two of your guns going. You got, yeah, no, the yeah. worst is when you got two of your guys going that are on the same team. Oh, so it's yeah. Like, what you need is like him to roll out to the right on like a swing pass or something and hit him going to the end zone. Yeah. Like that's the biggest jump you're going to get. Yeah. But uh, listen, I'm going to end it right now. I think, like I said, this is, I said this was going to be our best fucking podcast going in. I think it was. As always, thanks to Brandon Sports. Walsh has something to say. Walsh, what do you got? Do we have an ad read or no? We don't have to do the ad reads during it. They're going to add it during. I recorded it separately last week. It was in last week's podcast. We didn't listen to it because we knew it sucked. Oh, technology. I know, but the ad read's in there. All right, listen, thanks for listening. We're going to peace out. Light up. Peace.